This week on Nintendo Main, we're like in the same room again, so that's pretty rad. It's not a red room, though. Thank God. Thank God. Episode 77. Wow. Summer of 77. That's the year that uh, Star Wars came out. It is. And this week we're doing all Star Wars games. All Star Wars games and that one Annie Hall game. What? Because <laughs> Annie Hall came out in 77. <laughs> okay, I, I can imagine how that game would be. It would be <laughs> very it? apologetic. What do you, uh, yeah, what do you like, is there like a mini game in there where you like find the lobsters that have, that have escaped in the kitchen? <laughs> it has to be something like that. You do, and you're very worried about him. Yeah, and that you have to kill that spider that's in Annie's room that she calls him about. Anyway, we we are your hosts for Nintendo Main. I'm Trey. I bought six games from a used game store, Johnson. He did, and I'm Jeremy DLC. Yeah, you know me, Mikowski. <laughs> hey DLC. Are you yeah. DLC? <laughs> yeah. You know by nature. Yeah, uh, and this and this week we have Queen Latifah on as a guest. Please talk about Naughty by Nature. No. Hey, what's up? I'm Queen Latifah. <laughs> she was on that video, I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're here. We're your hosts. Uh, we're here to bring you all the fun Nintendo news as normal. Except now we're in the same in the same place, so we have all that fun podcast energy that you tune in to hear. Yeah, right, right here. This is where it all started, Just man. The very first dipping episode. right into your ear holes. We are, the very so. first episode, we were together in the same room. Yeah. Look, notice how we were talking at the same time there. We can interrupt each other actively <laughs> now but while we look at each other. Yeah, now we're like an Altman movie. It'll be great. It's, it's a whole lot of people talking over each other. Yeah, like Alnalda, whatever he was talking about. Uh, Robert Altman, he's the director. Oh. He, did, he did a lot of movies like that. So, yeah, uh, what's, uh, let's talk about news for a while. So apparently, according to Reddit, there is a Splatoon Direct coming up this Thursday. So that's pretty awesome. Splatoon 2. What else are they going to show? I mean, they've already shown raids. They've already shown the single player. They've already shown guns. I mean, I don't know. It's a couple weeks away, so it'll probably fit similar to the Arms Direct is what I'm thinking. One thing that'd be cool is if they finally talk about the phone app for chat because wasn't it supposed oh, to oh yeah the phone app maybe they'll talk about that crazy interface thing that they have going on and explain what it is and why the fuck we need to use it and how it's much more inconvenient to use than using a phone as itself there is speculation that splatoon 2 is supposed to have its own kind of social network attached to it oh really something like Meverse, but it's oh. going to be just hmm. within the game itself well, that'll be interesting. We'll definitely, I mean, we'll give you the details on that next week, for sure. That'll give us that'll give us a topic for that, so that'll be cool. I'm very much looking forward to Splatoon 2. I, uh, I can't wait to get it. I'm very excited about it. But uh, let's talk about games that we bought this week. I ended up buying a few of them, just out of the blue. Uh, right, actually, while I was here, in this house, I bought, uh, was it Magic Drop 2? Oh, yeah, you did. F, uh, as the newest SNK, and I also bought an Ocean Horn, so we can talk about those if you want. Magic Drop 2 is basically kind of like uh, Bust a Move, except you uh, can only shoot upwards 
But it's a it's an interesting puzzle game. You basically you can pull. You, it's like a bunch of balls stuck to the top, like as in, like in a bust a move or snood to some of you people who uh, played that version. It's the same thing, but uh, yeah, you you uh, walk around and shoot the ball straight up. You can pull you can pull down however many are the same colors and shoot the back up, and you get like three ball. Like you put three of them together, and that's how they disappear. And there's combos and stuff, but it's pretty cool. It's another eight dollar SNK game, but nice to see a puzzle game on there. Have another puzzle game very, other than very Japanese looking. It is. It's super say. anime. All the characters look really anime. There's like sort of a story mode on there, and there's a single player mode as well. But it's still you know arcadey and all that. But it's been fun to play with for right now. Yeah. And I think I want to try it. We should try the two-player mode later. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely try it out. Yeah, I, I've just been playing against a computer not doing that well, so it might be easier to play against another human being. But uh, yeah, we went, uh, we, went to a disc, we went to a disc place. Uh, we went to Disc Replay, which we've talked about before on this show. We visited there yesterday and uh, went and looked for some, uh, some used games. Well, actually, we were looking for used controllers because we've been doing some game capture stuff while I'm here. Got a couple of videos that we recorded yesterday. Yeah, we went to we went to Disc Replay to find some to find some controllers so we we could record some uh, game capture stuff. So we did some two player stuff. Uh, you know, please look forward to that. <laughs> it'll be it'll be up on the YouTube soon enough, so you can get a look at that. Hopefully, we'll record a couple more videos before I leave. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, so this was a hope, an opportunity over the holiday weekend to well, not a weekend, but the holiday to get some extra stuff to talk about. But yeah, we went to. Uh, Disc replay it out. We didn't mention the main reason we went there was so we could play two player games. I don't have yeah to pick up an extra controller. My uh, my gaming setup's really kind of one player focused. Um, I do have a second SNES controller, but it doesn't work very well. I know the start and select buttons don't really work. I think one either the L or the R button doesn't work. So that just wouldn't have been any good at all. And then my uh, I got I ended up having to get the off brand or you know the not uh, Nintendo brand controllers, but. So far, the Super Nintendo one works okay. I haven't tried the 64 one out yet. Yeah, we haven't uh, yeah, we haven't done that, but hopefully we'll get to do a couple 64 But I did over here. I, I was uh, Someone was selling their PlayStation or something along those lines to one of the clerks. Or, you know, the disc replay was evaluating what they could give them for it. And I guess it takes a little while to do that evaluation, so they'll have the customer leave and come back later, or they'll call them. And after she left, someone was asking about, like, the console and he said well this is cracked on top here but we can still take it because and then they said some guy's name who i assume is either the owner or like the regional manager yeah they said uh, in his mind he'd have this place filled with consoles or yeah. something like that right yeah he wish his dream is like for people to walk in and just see consoles everywhere yeah i love that idea so he'll take all of them yeah that's the exact that's the exact opposite of nintendo where they're like we don't want our consoles to be sitting on shelves so so sorry you won't be able to get one. Well, wait, I mean, way to go on that guy. And as I've said before, I feel their prices are good for the most part. They had a Game Boy Light, and I really wanted to buy it because I keep getting really good luck there. Yeah, Game Boy Light is in the the Japanese, the only one that has a light in it. The only right. one that has so a backlit it, it, screen. It's essentially a Game Boy Pocket with a backlight. Yeah, which I had not heard of. I, I, mistook, it, I mistook Game Boy Light for Game Boy Pocket when you said it because I was thinking about like DS Light because I had a Game Boy Pocket and a Game Boy Color. Gonna get away pocket color, but uh, yeah, I'd never seen the light before, and you almost bought one. That's one for. $30 I almost bought it, there. but there was a there was a line of what I what looked like screen damage, and it didn't have any batteries in it. One thing I did notice is it because doesn't the Game Boy Pocket take two triple A's? Like I think that was part of what made it smaller is that it used smaller batteries. Oh yeah. Well, the light doesn't because it has to suck more power. 
with the light, so it uses two double A's, so it's a little bulgier in the back. So it's more like a Game Boy Color in its form factor. But still, I would have bought it if not for the screen looking questionable, and they didn't have a way for me to test it. I guess I could have brought it back, though. If They didn't have a way for you to test it, like as in they didn't have batteries? Is that what they said? I guess I didn't even think to ask. Because they had like 100 games there that you could have put in there and played. Yeah. I mean, there were Game Boy games all over the place. Like, you could have tested it. If like, I go back and they still have it, I might ask to test it. Yeah. Well, you said the screen looked messed up. So but the price was up. comparative to what you would find on the low end of eBay, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. No, and that's the way most good. of the things are that I've seen there. Uh, the Game Boy, yeah, the Game Boy uh, AGS 101s I bought there have been less than the internet. So I want that to continue forever. Yeah. No, I looked at their prices. They seem pretty good. Like, I bought a. I bought a couple games, like nothing, nothing really expensive. But I found out as I was buying, I found out if you bought five, you get a you get a six one for free. So, so I got that. Uh, I got NCAA basketball, which was three dollars for free. So, yay! But I ended up. Uh, I picked up uh, Cruising USA and Aladdin and uh, Donkey Kong ninety four for Game Boy original Sim City. What was Aladdin for? Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, it's important to note note that because there's always been a. There's been a little bit of an ongoing debate which one's better, the Super Nintendo or the That's Sega. true, and you have the Super Nintendo one, I correct? Do. I never played the Super Nintendo one, but I've played the Genesis one because uh, John Ninner, friend of the show, he had that version, and he swore by that one. I played I played it on his Genesis. So maybe you might uh, get to look forward to a little uh, Aladdin video in the future. We could do a battle thing where we uh, compare one to the other. But the cool thing about the Genesis one is that Aladdin has a knife, and he can cut people. <laughs> he can. And, uh, I think that's why a lot of people liked it, because he had a sword that he could cut people in the Genesis 1. Right. He has a melee attack. He doesn't just throw apples. Yeah, which he just threw apples in the Super Nintendo 1. But I'm sure the Super Nintendo 1 looked better, just because the graphical capability was better. But yeah, I got that game. I forget what else I got. Oh, yeah, I got NFL Blitz, the Midway football game, which is a fun one. Like That's about the only game I could play aside from Tech Mobile, as far as... Uh, Football games go. I don't remember else. Oh yeah, I got SimCity. That was a find. That's a game I really wanted to play. And, it's uh, really, it looks it. like it's in great shape. Yeah, I haven't I haven't tested it out yet, but hopefully it works. Yeah, there's mine. Yours looks fine. But look at the side. It's got a little bl- blemish. Yeah, it's got a little burn or something on the side. I've had this game since. Did you buy it when it came out in '92? It was, was one of the it, first games we 90. got for our Super Nintendo. It was like a launch game, wasn't it? Or about? Yeah. I feel like, like it came out earlier. It was I'm pretty a, sure it was a launch. It was a launch game for the Wii and Virtual Console. I remember that. It was one of the very first Virtual Console games, The SimCity. It's a pretty fantastic game. I think you should try it. It's sometime. one that, uh, well, I'm going to now that I have it. It's one that was unfortunately left out of the Super Nintendo Classic, which we've been doing videos about that. So make sure and watch some of those. Nintendo Main Podcast is becoming more of a multimedia kind of thing. That's the plan. That's my plan. Articles but, uh, to come as well. Yeah. Well, there, we do have one so far. We have one article. I have two articles in my brain that I just have to hammer out. I wrote two that I haven't showed you. They're done, though. Oh, okay, cool. But, uh, yeah, what else uh, What else do we have in the news aside from the direct? There's a couple games coming out on Thursday. Is it a Bulb Boy? It's one of them that nobody's really heard of. Uh, there's another one coming out called... Uh, Fuck, it's like, it has this ridiculous name. It's a port of a mobile game that's like a hack and slash type game. It didn't look, didn't look all that great, but it's coming out on Thursday. So that's kind of a nice surprise. It came out of nowhere. There's, uh, there's also, there were a couple new RPGs that were announced from NIS. Those are the guys who made RPG Maker. So you can look forward to those. They're, uh, what are they? The Longest Five Minutes. 
which is supposedly the most unique RPG. It's uh, That's what it's called, the longest five minutes. So hopefully it's not. Hopefully it doesn't last five minutes. And Penny Punching Princess is the other one. So, Which is basically just a, a princess that keeps punching Inspector Gadget's niece in the head over and over again. <laughs> or the or the uh, girl from uh, Big Bang Theory, I think, would be more uh, interesting if you just, just punch her over and over again. Or do you remember way back in the day on Nickelodeon, there was the clay, oh, the yeah. clay animation of her? No, she was from uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. She was. She had actual pennies for eyes. I liked, I liked Penny in, P- in, in Pee-wee's Playhouse. She was great. Yep, she'd always to... she'd always shine. Or did did they continue that series on from the show? It I think became so. its own thing because I just remember seeing it on BBC. It was Play like else. a bonus on uh, some other show, but I can't remember what it was. It was a kid show, of course. Oh. Well, apparently uh, they're also putting Shovel Knight as a playable character into uh, Blaster Master Zero. So and Shantae, can... and Shantae, yeah. So there you go. That's uh, those are getting added. Bomberman was on sale. Yeah, Bomberman dropped to thirty bucks. I don't think we mentioned that last week, but uh, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's actually worth getting now, right? Yeah, uh, I'm still on the fence about it, even at thirty. Yeah, but the, uh, it's closer to like the level I would hope. Well, thirty's thirty's better, you know. We don't have quite the same drought of games, so I'm not as desperate to buy something new. Yeah, as when Bomberman, you know, came out as a launch title. For sure. The uh, the mobile game that's coming out is called Implosion, Never Lose Hope. Looks like some sort of futuristic hack and slash game where you rock, walk around and slash uh, slash guys. I don't know how you play these games on mobile. Like, Because uh, like, I've, I've been playing Oceanhorn, and uh, that's like a full-on Zelda clone, pretty much. Or inspired by Zelda. But it's like you walk around and you hit people with your sword. Like, how do you do that on a mobile? Do you just tap the screen? I mean, that's not fun. That's probably it, though. I mean, nobody wants to do that. It's either a tap or a swipe. I mean, what else is it? Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's uh, not having analog and all that would be really rough. You pinch and hold. Yeah, which I've only played a little bit of Oceanhorn. It's uh, it's kind of like it reminds me sort of uh, a Phantom Hourglass, except minus the uh, the dungeon you have to go through multiple times. I haven't seen anything like that. But it's the same sort of thing where you kind of like, instead of like drawing your way to the next island, you just kind of point at the next island and hit A, and then you'll automatically, you know, sail there. But it'll kind of look like Wind Waker, but it's not quite Wind Waker because it's all top down. It's all like the sort of isometric look. So it looks like a game that looks like Wind Waker. Pretty much, yeah. It looks like Wind Waker. I haven't really gotten into any like dungeons or anything. But I've killed some some enemies, and you do kind of level up on it. So I have had like level level up a couple times, but I haven't really played it enough to get a good enough idea about it. It was kind of like an impulse buy. It was only fifteen bucks, and I was like, I kind of want to play it. Plus, it has uh, no, Nobo Uematsu. It's on the soundtrack, and he's awesome. So the music has been incredible on it so far. So that was part of it. But yeah, I'm just testing it out. It's been it's been a minute since I bought a new Switch game. It was How much was game it? I got was Arms. It was fifteen. Fifteen. So it's not that bad, I don't think. And I got. And I got the uh, magic magical drop two for eight, so that was like twenty three. No big deal. And yeah, I was you went on a game buying frenzy. Yeah, I do that sometimes. But the games that I bought were all like under ten dollars, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I think everything I got from uh, disc replay ended up being like thirty bucks, or no, forty bucks. It ended up being like forty for the whole thing. So maybe we should bad. go back there again tomorrow. I thought about it. <laughs> There's that Ken Griffey 64 that I didn't get that I wanted to get. I say we go back there, and I also say we go to Guitar Center just to look at some of the cables and stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, we can do that. But uh, is there uh, was there anything else that I was uh, on the news on the news front here? I know I know the DLC is out now, the Legend of Zelda stuff, which you have, but we can get we can get into that later when we talk about uh, talk about the games we've been playing. That'll be like our topic for this for this week. 
Sure, man. So we'll do that. We'll do that after the break. Uh, apparently, there is a. There's been a tweet from um, Platinum showing uh, showing two pictures of Bayonetta. One of them, it's right here. One of them blue and one of them red, like on top of each other. And people are thinking that that's referencing the blue and red Joy Cons. Oh. And that there's going to be some sort of uh, Bayonetta Switch thing. I mean, they did do that if you got the Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2's disc was blue and Bayonetta 1's disc was red. So that was like how they kind of differentiated them. And like there were a lot of blue backgrounds in Bayonetta 2 versus 1. So I think it's pretty fair. Maybe they're going to gonna say do some gonna... sort of re release or something. But Bayonetta 2 was produced by Nintendo. So it's not going to be like a Steam release or anything like that. I no, and Bayonetta 2 is. Really well received, but on an unpopular platform, just like yeah. a lot of the other stuff they're re-releasing. So I definitely would not be surprised if two, at least two, came to the Switch. Well, people are hoping for a three as well. You know, which I don't know what the I don't know what the sales were. Like, if they sold enough, it didn't seem to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's such a small install base for Wii U, especially when the Bayonetta one and two came out. That maybe they didn't see that many sales. I bought it on the day it came out. And I basically, because I never played Bayonetta 1, I basically played all of Bayonetta 1. And by the time I got to 2, I was kind of tired of it. So I, didn't, so I didn't beat 2. I mean, not necessarily tired of it, but I was kind of like, you know, I just played through a whole game. Like, I needed a break for a while. And I kind of took a break and didn't come back to it. That's basically what happened to me. But I'm like somewhere halfway through. I always promise myself that I'll finish it at some point. So, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to go back to it. But it does it does play really well from what I, from what I did play. And it was it was really reviewed well. So... They could just add it to the pile of ports, you know, and have other stuff. Well, for me, like, this is one of those examples of a game that, even though I had the Wii U, I would be happy to wait to play it on the Switch. Yeah, I'd, I'd wait just a little longer because I haven't played it yet. Um, I did play the demo. There was a free demo. And I played all the way through the first one on the 360, like, way back when it first came out. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I played through all of it on, this, on the Wii U. But I did play the demo also. But you didn't buy Bayonetta for Wii U, right? No, I never did. Yeah, so that's why I'm that. saying I'm like quite happy with this game coming to the Switch, you know. And what, when I bought uh, like Mario Kart, for instance, and I was jealous of people that had never played it before, I get to be that person people, someone else is jealous of this time around on the Switch. So that's good for sure. Yeah, definitely. Let me ask you something. In Champagne, do you guys ever get like? I mean, you guys get graffiti and stuff, right? Like you, said, there's like street art around a lot. Is that a thing here? There is, but. It's mostly relegated to, like, if it's going to be more artistic. Is it, like, more mural and whatever? It's more mural, yep. And then, uh, like, as far as just tags and stuff go, they're usually pretty shitty. I haven't seen a lot of good tags. Okay. Well, I just, I want to, I've always want to mention this on the show, but I keep forgetting it. Uh, There's been a, a big outbreak of Super Mario street art in Chicago. Like, I've been seeing it everywhere. Like, I've been seeing Mario's face, like, like sort of like an Obey-looking, like, Andre the Giant type thing, like, just Mario's face. Oh, just like a riff off of that? Yeah, but I see him all over the place. And there's, like, even on, like, the Congress Theater, which is right next to my apartment, I've seen, like, there's, like, a picture of Peach there, there's, like, another picture of Yoshi. Like, there's been, like, Nintendo graffiti all over the place. And I haven't looked it up or anything, but I was wondering if that was, like, a thing. Like viral marketing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the Congress, I don't know who owns it now. Well, I mean, it never got reopened, so it's all just like, you know, it's all graffiti on the front of it, pretty much, because yeah. the place is not an actual business now. Man, that's I saw one of my favorite shows of all time there, not that long ago, actually. It closed very within a year or two after I went to the show, which was The Refused, when they were on Reunion. Yeah. Five, no, I, five I, years ago. Yeah, I remember you going there. And I, the next day, I'm trying to remember who played, oh, Cinderella played the next day. The 80s pop band? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I uh, refused to see that show. I'm kidding. I just I just wanted to use that in there. 
but yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been popping up all over the city. I don't know. I don't know where it's uh, who's been putting it up. Or I was hoping it was some sort of secret thing. For Does Nintendo. it look like? Um, is it like a stencil thing or? Are people actually like draw? Look like it looks a like a stencil drawing. thing because I've seen okay. like cop- we did copies have of it. stuff. I've seen copies while. of it around the city, multiple places. We used to have a stencil of a penguin that would show up all over the place. That was yeah. kind of cool, but that's the last I really remember. And that was several years ago. I hope that was like the new Nintendo Street Team. It's just uh, people putting <laughs> putting Mario on on buildings and all that. Well, Chicago, you know, kind of like New Donk City in a way. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to see some graffitis of uh, Polina out there or Polina. Looking all Carmen San Diego San Diego esque. Yeah. You can get her hat, right? I hope. You can throw it. I hope so too. Yeah. Well if there's nothing if there's nothing else to say about the news, we can just take a break and then get into the games we've been playing this week. Yeah, that's uh that's it for the news. We mentioned the direct, which is I think the biggest thing. So. Yeah, we mentioned the direct. We'll talk about that next week. It's nice. We'll have a we'll have a lot of Splatoon stuff to talk to talk about, hopefully. Maybe we'll see some new things uh, aside from Salmon Raid. Yeah, I figured they'd show all they were going to show, but hopefully there'll be more stuff now. Maybe there'll be some new co-op stuff or some other crazy interface, talking, whatever, voice chat stuff. Yeah, I really hope it's something about, like, yeah, about the um, whatever the social aspect of the game is, because we don't know anything about that yet. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Let's take a break. All right. We'll be right back. playing some things this week the the zelda dlc like just came out and we were messing around with it a little bit last night have you you've played it uh, i haven't been able to play it at all but uh you've played it somewhat right do you want to talk uh yeah i'll talk about what uh on what that's been so far well the one big thing is that um it lets you know that it's been added right after you download it and then as soon as you start your file um either whether it's a new game or your current file it just gives you a bunch of list of side quests that pop up on the screen all in a row. So yeah, it's kind of awkward because usually you don't get like ten side quests all at once. So it's just like the whole screen's occupied by that for about twenty to thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean, it's my understanding that you have to go find the armor, right? Like uh, it doesn't automatically give you like all the tingle armor. It doesn't automatically give you like Majora's Mask armor. You actually like have to go on the map to find it, right? What it looks like it to like me so a, far, and I don't think it's a spoiler alert because you're going to see this really early on, but yeah. it sends you to certain stables or towns to find copies of the uh, that gossip rag. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah, the book, like the open book that you find that like tells you things. Yeah, and it's uh, they've just put new versions of those, like new new editions of the Hyrule gossip rag, which I can't remember what it's called. I, we should Hyrule Times? Maybe it is Hyrule Times. I don't know. That sounds like a good uh, Hyrule Weekly World News. Hyrule Fox News. Well, it's the go- it's definitely <laughs> gossipy. And- yeah. Hyrule Inquirer. <laughs> Hyrule Sun Times. Hyrule Moon Times. Just all, all Majora's Mask Moon. Hyrule Weekly. Hyrule Courier. I mean, it can only be so many things. I didn't think there was an actual name for it, but Hyrule Times sounds like something I've heard before. Well, anyways, needless to say... 
we'll, we'll, we'll edit it in later, or we'll, we'll say something about it later. It's like the same, you know, the book that you find for the fucking bird dude with his uh, accordion? It's like that. Yep, you know, so you know. it just points you in the right direction to find the uh, the stuff. So I've only done one thing, and I want to find that uh, hero medallion. I want to be able to have Which it. will help you teleport, correct? Yeah, so I just want to set it up somewhere where I'm going to grind, or set it right by Hyrule Castle and go and just kill a bunch of guardians and keep warping back. It, The quest tells me to go somewhere and then I go somewhere else and I end up in next to a shrine I've been to before and I go down a hole and all of a sudden I'm just surrounded by guardians. And uh, I wasn't... That's the last I played of it last night, but there were there was literally like... Yeah. Ten, I think at least ten guardians there in were the a room. Lot. Yeah, I remember you coming in there and there was like three or four lasers like right on your face. And they're all like the right stationary on ones, yeah. but... It's one big open area, and they're all, like, trying to attack me at once. Well, yeah, they're all shooting you. Yeah, no, I remember watching you. Like, you stood between three of them, and you were trying to do the Goron block. Like, and it was just shooting back to some of them, but they were hitting you, like, all three at the same time, and it seemed ridiculous. It was completely crazy, though, because I used to have a ton of meals, like, fully uh, healing meals saved up. But I used all those because I played through the ending a few times, and I've... Uh, Mostly I've just, like, yeah, from fighting guardians, like, going on my guardian quest, I've had to use a lot of my meals. So, I didn't have any healing items, and my, uh, Minda's, or Mifa's Grace was, uh, gone. Yeah. And it had not recharged from the last time I saved. So, I was in a bad place, but luckily, it's right next to a shrine, so I can heal up. Whenever I open the game again, I'm hoping by the next time we speak on the podcast that I have that medallion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I think that's where it was. I saw a bunch of treasure chests yeah. all around the place, and I'm hoping it was uh, there. No, I, uh, I didn't read directly what the Hyrule Times thing says, but uh, on the subject of like armor and stuff, does it like tell you exactly where it is, or is it kind of like a myth or like a sort of like a riddle? Is it is it like the stuff in, uh, you know, like how there are like riddles in Xenoblade X where it's like, you know, where this thing is that thing, and you don't know what it is really, and you have to... Well, and that happens. To find it. Is it like that, or does it actually like point to you where you need to go? The same thing happens with that bird guy that he sometimes yeah speaks in riddles. Um, I'm not sure. I really only went for the hero medallion first, so that's the only thing I really know about. But I did, I did, as I was cycling through the quest, I did notice that they kept mentioning the same like go go to this magazine, new the new edition of this magazine in this place. Yeah. So I think that just gets you started on the quest and then gives you more information and then it updates the quest to whatever you need to go do next. And so far it doesn't seem that cryptic, but maybe that's one of the easier puzzles I'm trying to solve. For sure. Yeah, and we also, we watched the, um, what is it, the Hero's Path? What is that thing that we watched? Which the is Heroes hilarious. Path, yes. It basically, you can play it, you can change like how long it plays. This is the thing where it shows the map, shows the line to showing like where you went from another thing to another. But if you play it slow enough, it kind of just like walks and then it's like, Ugh, and then you die. And then it shows you like, Ugh, and then you die again. And there's like an X there wherever you died. And it's kind of hilarious to watch, that, to just see you like die over and over and over again at one thing. And you can play it like super fast too to like show where all you've been to on that. But I could totally like, I could totally tell at what point, at least you don't see it in time, but you see like a, a big like status bar pretty much that you're cycling through and you can speed it up, slow it down or, you know, stop it and replay it or whatever. But, uh, I could see exactly when that fucking first Lionel kept killing me. <laughs> a Lionel and then I would like leave and come back and then he'd kill me a few times and then I'd leave and I'd come back and he'd kill me a few times. And, uh, it's hilarious cause 
it's also nostalgic. Like I'm already getting nostalgic over this game that I bought in March. Yeah, it's kind of a same. It's kind of a shame that you have to pay extra money to see this. Like to just kind of like watch yourself relive what you've played. And as long as you haven't played over 200 hours, right? You can like start from the very, very beginning. Like well, when I you thought very, I had very played, first played the game. I thought, yeah, I thought it was 200 hours max, and I've played about 160. But it looked like I wasn't even to the halfway point on the the status bar. Oh yeah. So I think it may catalog even more. Okay, yeah, because I remember that uh, what it said on the Nintendo site, it was saying 200 hours, which I haven't even put 100 in yet on mine. I've only put 96 hours into into mine, but I'm almost done. You know, I just need one more memory, and I've I've already been to the castle, so you know, it looks really cool. I haven't, uh, I've not seen flying enemies yet. Well, you have to. Well, that's something we should talk about too. There was like a whole weird rumor of people saying that they thought that you were going to lose your game if you restarted in the hard mode. But no, you don't. You, we just did it you last don't. night. You I just start it. you just started and uh, you don't get uh, you don't lose your game. Basically, but I the, think that's where you're going to see the flying enemies. Well, the title screen the mode. that you know that weird static, well it's not static but it's like a static image title screen. Yeah, like just it, a you just you switch the screen. So you, you, uh, one of the options while you're in a normal mode is to go to hard mode and then this whole the whole oh, so screen yeah, changes. Well, so then, it won't show your saves in hard mode. Like, it won't show your old saves. So that's probably why. Right. So while you're on, on hard mode, that same space on the, the menu is occupied by go to normal mode. So you're just cycling between those two home screens with completely different, like, origins. So, yeah, that's great. I like that they made it that way. Oh, and sure. I did also, just to test it out, started it with another account and went back to my other thing and nothing had gotten fucked up. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, yeah, I think people just got freaked out about it, but it's not actually what it is. But what I've heard is like, it's almost like a, it's almost like a new game plus because if you're good enough and you can beat these guys, like you'll end up with all this great equipment, like right on the plateau, like at the very beginning, which is awesome. Like, like if you can beat the Lionels and all that shit, like you'll have all these fucking swords and stuff and great arrows, like before you even leave, leave the plateau, like before you even get your fucking sailcloth and all that. So it could potentially make it a, like a speedrunner's dream. Yeah, no, I mean you get all, you get all these great stuff like right off the bat. So that makes it sounds like you know something maybe I want to try out. Maybe there'd be even quicker speedrun. It could be, yeah. I mean, you're good enough at it, and you can dodge well enough, and you can somehow wear down Lionel without the without the freeze move, which I've been using for him every time without the stasis. That's it was fun to see on the hero's path. Uh, the first few times I tried to run up to Hyrule Castle. And, like, you could see me die and yeah. die and die because yeah. the Guardians were slaughtering me and I wasn't strong enough. Or yeah. And I hadn't really figured out the shield deflect that well, which you just have to keep doing it, and that's how you figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have a hard time doing it. Like I, Under it, pressure, I can still And if you don't do it right, you'll lose your, you can lose your shield, like, without even... You can go through multiple shields, like, if you're not doing it correct, you know? So it's it's it can be a dangerous thing. It's pretty risky, but it, the risk versus reward, you know, that's it's yeah. worth doing. But it is really cool to get it done when you can actually do it right. But yeah, so the Hero's Path, and uh, yeah, so far it looks like a lot of content's been added. And um, if I get a hold of that uh, Korok mask... I'll yeah. be able to like start you can go going get those nine hundred Korok masks. I wish I know there's already like a shrine stalker thing, but or finder. Though we just wish there was like a shrine mask. It would just like shake whenever you're next to a shrine. And then you, you know? could set the uh, the shrine finder to, to treasure chest or something like that, and have do, two things going at once. Oh, well, Man, yeah, that would it, be pretty great. Well, if you had a shrine mask, you could use your shrine tracker or whatever i don't know it'd be cool if there was something in there that would help you find shrines even though i guess like the hero's path is meant to help you in that way and it, i totally so, like, see like chunks of the map to help you go to places that you haven't been to so yeah you want to yeah you want to explore all these places you've never been to 
So it definitely extends more life to the game. So hopefully we'll do some more updates on that as you progress farther through it. And I can't wait to find out your experience with finding the masks and all that. I kind of just want to go through and find all the file the suits, you know, like get like the tingle suit and the and like the weird uh, the ghost armor, like the armor from the DS one. And I want to get like the Majora's mask. And yeah, there's lots of cool ones in there that I want to try out. So yeah, there's a whole nother. It's like a whole nother hours of the game there, like just added to you just just to get the quest to find all that armor so that'll be fun yep and uh supposedly you can't upgrade the armor which is kind of sad but yeah, but hopefully it's just it'll still be fun to good it. when you get it right because i definitely in the you know in the main quest i've been trying to get every single piece of armor i can get my hands on just to have it and luckily there's not a limit to that those items that are permanent i like that yeah it would yeah, really suck if break. armor was temporary but there well, is yeah, supposed well, yeah, to be some like yeah. What if armor broke and you and you had to go back and find it? Like, wouldn't that be awful? Yeah, I thought there might be another item in the castle. But maybe I'm wrong. I thought there might be another item in the castle that recharges a shield or something. Oh, but I haven't found it yet. Do you have the Hyrule shield? Did you find that? That's in there, right? Like uh, the official, no, I have not official found Hyrulean it. shield. Nope. Because I've seen people use it and use that. I don't know if it's with the DLC or if you can find it in the original. Which game. makes me wonder if it's like the uh, Master Sword. Where it recharges, recharges. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's those weapons that you get from the towns that you can re that you can rebuild because there's there's like the staff that you get from the Zora domain. There's also like a like a big sword thing that you get from the Gorons that you can have rebuilt whenever that breaks. That's right, and I haven't done either of those things. Yeah, well, you've had them, but yeah, I have, but I've messed up the. I've actually had the re- after because I recently beat the Goron one. Actually, I, I, I think I still do have the Goron, and I've had the one. sword rebuilt because it's like a sixty damage something. Like it's 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 good. It's a good weapon. It's like sixty or seventy. It's some, it's, it's called it's like there. Stone Crusher or something like that. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, like a, a big, it's a sword with a hammer on it. Yeah, right? it's like a big it's like a big rock rock crusher thing. And I did have that remade. Like you basically take like a and you can actually find the stuff that you need to remake it in the town. So, because I went over there, you had another one, and you could just get one just down the way. But can you only have one at a time? Yeah, you can only have one at a time. Because it'd be fun to just stock up on sixty weapons. Well, yeah, it which would. you can do. You just have to do it through using the blood moon and going back to the major test of strength ones. Oh, to get all the uh, guardian armor, yeah, or the guardian weapons. Guardian weapons. That's how you. That's yeah. how you grind those out. Or yeah, I've just saved those out. from just just going to multiple or just finding them on the way from different shrines. Like, I always I have, a lot have of good. Them weapons like it just that's just how it works well once you get to a point you you like weed out the bad ones and you only carry the like i basically carry the really heavy ones and i only use them if i get in a bit where i'm about to die or where somebody's tough enough that i need those but i'll use like as just normally walking around i'll use like a level 30 or something like that or like a 30 damage i'm always using the master sword whenever i can oh i I use like yeah i use something small just to like you know that i can just break and i don't really care about i'll use that to cut cut uh, grass there was a quest where I had to get a lot of bundles of wood, and I just used the master sword. I'm like, "Fuck it!" You cut all the cut all the trees down with the master sword. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna go somewhere and grind like a bunch of axes or like figure out what to do with my weapons so I can like have a bunch of axes in my inventory. Sure. Nope. I'm just gonna use the master sword until it breaks, and like I was still able to get quite a bit of wood that way. Oh sure. Oh, you did that for the house where you had to cut down all the wood, or did you well, already have it by then? There's another quest that you end up doing later. That's like an amplified version of the house where you have to get a bunch more shit. Oh, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. But yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely talk more about uh about the DLC as we play it more. Let's uh, move on. I want to talk about what I've been playing this week because I hadn't haven't really been able to speak on it cuz I hadn't played this long. But I uh, you know, I I 
I guess what I said earlier about not spending money on games, I totally lied on that because I bought because I did buy Ever Oasis last week because I really enjoyed what I played on the demo and I think the game looks really cool. And I've been playing the crap out of that game. I really like it a lot and I want to talk about it to you. Yeah, man, I want to know more about this game because up until E3, it was still kind of a mystery what was going on with it. And yeah. you, you own it not even a month later. I do own it now. I mean, I think I've, I don't know how much time I put into it, but I have played it a lot just because it's it's really smooth. It, smooth. it looks really pretty. It uses both of the analog sticks. You can use the nub to move around the camera, which is always nice. It's like kind of like, it's basically like a mixture of Zelda meets Animal Crossing, sort of. I would say actually it's more like Zelda meets Harvest Moon because it's a... Uh, because it's kind of more to like tending your town. It's it's not really. It's sort of about relationships, but you have to do certain stuff in the town. But it's kind of like that great mixture that I really like. So is it like uh, what were those Harvest Moon games? That, well, the Harvest Moon side games that were Rune that Factory. To, yeah, Rune Factory. Is it like that? I don't know. I didn't play any of those. Okay. Well, I didn't either. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of it could be. I mean, let, uh, basically, what happens is um, you're this kid. You're in like a relative oasis he gets attacked by these big monsters like at the beginning of the game um you're the whole place is about to get destroyed you're about to die so he like casts you out to 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 another area like he summons some spell that like takes you out of the area takes you to another place you land in this big desert area you find this like water spirit thing which sort of looks like a mermaid it's like a lady that has like the fin thing under her. and uh, she helps you create this oasis which is like your town and uh, you, as you, you basically want, you build the oasis and you want to try to, you'll venture out and try to meet people and try to like, once you meet them, you know, you tell them about your oasis, your oasis and they come to it. You basically want them to live there. And once they live there, they'll have this little heart appear above their head. And once they do that, you can start building shops for them. And once they have shops, they'll start selling stuff. But you have to replenish the stuff that they sell in the shops, but you also get paid by whatever they sell. So that's part of it by like going out into the world and collecting things to sell to the shopkeepers so they can keep selling stuff to people. But there's also like exploring. There's dungeons in there. There's actual like Zelda-style dungeons. I think there's only three is what I'm hearing, but there's a lot of stuff in between. Because they said you need these uh, this specific three collectible things. Unless there's three and then there's a dark world. I don't know. Okay, That's so how they do a, it on Zelda. This, this has, like, there's an end game. It's a linear experience. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can keep going and, like, have your stores keep selling stuff. But, yeah, it's not like it's not like Animal Crossing where it never ends. But basically all of the way the story works, it all has to do with exploring and finding more people to move your town. And upgrading your town and adding more shops and, like finding finding stuff to sell from the shops and yada yada and all that so it's it's very cool though and you uh you get you have a three-person party that you can use when you go out and you can switch basically everybody who moves in your town pretty much automatically becomes a playable character so you can switch all of them out they all do different things there's different races that do different things and you know different there's there's like different stuff in the dungeons that only certain people can do so you can actually warp back to the oasis whenever you want to and switch your guys out and warp back so that's pretty cool there's like a fast travel thing in there but it's been a lot of fun and i've really been enjoying it i'm to the point right now where i have to like have a festival in the town so i am having so i have to build up my town before i can have the festival but it's yeah it's totally worth it it's uh yeah it's really good like it's uh the Grezzo guy, he's a he has a hit. Like it was a, it's gotten it's reviewed really well. I know, like I know, like IGN gave it an eight point nine, which is which is fairly high. Well, you've told me that you have a hard time putting it down. I do have a hard time putting it down. I actually have been trying to not play it as much and and not to burn myself out on it. But it is very playable and it's easy to easy to fall into. So yeah, 
that's that's what I've been doing with that. So what you're saying is you would recommend it? Yeah, I totally recommend that game. I think it's worth playing. It's uh yeah. It's it's a good it's a good game to uh help you you know, help you pass the time before Metopia. <laughs> on the on the three D S side. Which three D S still has the best games out there, I think. Do you think that Metopia is gonna be better than this? Uh Metopia is a different game. It's a much different game. But I really enjoyed the demo a lot. And I'm very looking, very much looking forward to the full game. But Ever Oasis is a different beast. Uh, Ever Oasis is much more of a more more much more of a real time action RPG like Zelda, but with you know with more with more uh, town stuff to do. So it's a lot of fun. It's cool. So uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our capture stuff that we've been doing. Uh, didn't you get something recently that uh, would help you out with that? Well, yeah, uh, I have a good friend that gave me a gift, uh, a gift of joy. No, uh, Trey surprised me when he came to visit. He uh, had a CRT, and I've been on the prowl for one for a few months now. Not willing to drop a bunch of money on it. Not willing to like beg on the internet for it. I was almost to that point. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know where you could get CRT TVs. Well, I was right. I was almost at the point where I was going to be like on Facebook and stuff and Instagram, yeah. where I'd be like, "Hey, who has one of these things they wants to sell me?" Well, what I what I found is the best way to get CRT TVs is to talk to family members. So, uh. uh uh, Jess, uh, my girlfriend Jess, her grandmother has a, had a TV, has a beautiful picture, um, <laughs> this Magnavox TV in her basement that she was actually trying to give away to me, or she was going to give away to me because I had asked about it before because she was trying to get rid of it. And there was actually another one that she had that I tried to take, but it was too big to fit in the car, so I couldn't take it. But since we got a new car, it can, it can fit now. But uh, but yeah, the the TV, um, I had been asking her about it. She was going to give it to me, but I'd just gotten a TV from my mom. It was one. Of, it was the one that I had been uh, that I'd been eyeing before. It's like one of the older like flat screen ones that has that has like S video and all that in there. So I just got it. So I was like, oh, well, I don't need it right now. But then I was thinking like, oh well, shit, you know, because we were talking about CRTs, and I was like, well, shit, I should just get it, just get it and bring it down here. So that's what I did, and it ended up working out that I came down here, and now we have the TV, and we played uh we played some games on it. Like you, uh, we did a little bit of a Super Mario Sunshine on there. We played some of that. Well, you didn't mention to uh you didn't mention the reveal. You you, you made it a nice little surprise because. You showed up to my house and uh, you brought all your, uh, like you brought your bag in and stuff. And then I was like, "You need help with anything?" And you're like, "Yeah, actually, I need help with one more thing." And then I went out, out of your car and you're, you said, "All right, open the back, open the door." And I thought that you were just like going to show me your new car, like you couldn't open the door without the remote. So oh I was, yeah, I was just like tapping around trying to find a handle. And then when I finally figured out how to open it. I saw the TV, and my first thought was, oh, you brought your retro station. I mean, that's cool, but I didn't <laughs> really funny. mean you had to actually bring your whole retro station. Yeah, that'd be funny if I brought my whole TV down here. I went, I'm too lazy to do that. I, w- I wouldn't take my TV out of the setup and take it down here. But no, here it is. We're staring at it right now, actually. But shit, it's, yeah, it's dude. The, thank you. And, uh, I have it TV. all, and we got it all hooked up to where uh, I can capture the image through the computer, but I can also like send and equally vibrant image to the CRT and it looks yeah. fantastic. And some of the games we've played on it, I mean, man, especially just Super Nintendo, I think just looks fantastic. Yeah, NBA, NBA Jam, Super Double Dragon, spoilers. Those are ones that we're going to put. Those up. games had but they look great. Aesthetics to them that were 
that just don't work. I mean, yeah, they can be upgraded, but then they have to simulate scan lines or something along those lines. Yeah, now you have actual scan lines. You have real scan lines. You don't, and you don't have to bend the image. The image is already bent. Yep. <laughs> you don't have to do that curving and all that that you see in the new arcade games. I was, yeah, I was kind of freaked out about the TV because I remember the last time we tried to play on this TV at, uh, at Jess's brother's wedding, or no, not her brother's wedding, her cousin's wedding. We were trying to play, uh, we were trying to play Mario Party on it. And uh, I think we plugged. I think we plugged it into the VCR because we were playing the Wii U. We were plugging the Wii U into the VCR, like through the AV, you know. So I had to have a different cable for that, and we couldn't get it to work. And you basically had to like only plug one in, and it ended up being black and white, like it was. There was no color, so it was like a whole thing about it. And I was thinking about that on the way here. I was like, oh shit, I hope that's not an actual thing. But and I, I turns out it isn't. It looks fine. I wouldn't be surprised if they had the VCR going into the TV through the coax cable. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, which I don't know how they had which it. Which even up. means the coax cable could have been messed up. Yeah, whatever it was, or maybe it was just a weird cable. Because my, uh, yeah, I don't know. It might have been a cable that just doesn't work that well on the Wii U or whatever. But it just, yeah, we we ended up getting working, but it was only in black and white. So I was afraid that was going to happen. But no, it's in like super vibrant color. Looks uh, looks great. Super <laughs> super scan lined and curved and all that. So so we definitely yeah. we got a kind of a. I don't know, a pretty comfortable setup, I would say. We can probably improve it a little bit, but the way the TV's set up in the aside room... Aside from the heat in here. Aside <laughs> from the, the heat thing. and yeah. the mic cable cords. Yeah, yeah. My, I, I brought a mic cable is too short, but that's fine. They don't, yeah, they, they, they don't, they don't uh, need to hear that. Insider knowledge. <laughs> yeah. But it looks really good, uh, and it's nice that it's often away from the whole desk. Yeah. yeah. It's its own thing. But uh, Yeah, but to our, to our listeners, if you have any family members that have CRTD... TVs, just ask them for them. Like most of the time, they're trying to get rid of them. Like uh, one of Jess's friends from from the theater. Like we went to his house to play D and D one time, and he had an old CRT. And Jess was like, "Hey, if you want to get rid of that TV, let Trey know." And he's like, "He's like, wait, you want that TV?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I want that TV." And that would just blew his mind because he never thought of anybody actually wanting that old TV that he has. So he wants to get rid of and get a better one, you know. So that's not really in people's minds. I don't think that have CRTs, you know, that didn't like go out to find one. I think they're just trying to get rid of them. They'll probably end up just throwing them out. So if you know of anybody who have them, just be like, "Hey, I'll take it." You know, like when we were at the we were at the MGC at the Midwest Gaming thing, they were there was people like selling them there. There was actually a booth for CRT TVs. So they it's becoming a whole thing. So you know, talk to your family members who still have them. I have half of mine to buy them a new. Open C- this baby a- up and uh, blow it out with some like canned air or something, just to like you know take oh, maybe- a, take, take some care of it because it, it probably hasn't had any TLC in its life. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's been dusted or anything like that. I'm sure it has. It says that it was made in '94, so this but these is like... are. But but I mean, CRTs are built like they're built like bricks. Like they'll last for a long time as long as you don't oh, drop yeah. them. They'll they'll be fine. You know, they'll probably outlast most of us. But yeah, it's got a beautiful picture. It'll be a lot of fun to play stuff on it. So hopefully, you get to see some stuff in the future. And uh, what do you think? Do you do you want to call this for right now? We might we might actually come back and do a and do a post thing of uh, Splatoon 2. Turns out that it's going to happen while I'm still here, so we might come back and do an additional part to this episode. So Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, we can keep this one short and sweet and uh, do multiple episodes or whatever because we've got more content that we're going to be uh, yeah. well, capturing in the meantime. We'll just leave it. We'll just uh, This will be the mystery. You'll find out, like, it's a mystery to us, but in, like, the next 30 seconds, you'll either find out whether this episode ends or if it continues for another half hour we talk about Splatoon 2. So we'll leave that up to you. So this is either Trey and Jeremy signing off or Trey and Jeremy going to the next part. But regardless, you should still go to NintendoMainPodcast.com and watch our videos and read our articles and stuff like that whenever they get posted. 
and you know rate the podcast we uh we like we like you listeners let us know how you feel like uh, rate us on itunes and feel free to email us you know let us know uh how you feel about the show and you know if you uh hate our hate our thoughts on uh on games and all that you know let us know we like to hear we like to hear any sort of uh, contact and all that but yeah uh, anything <laughs> hate mail is most certainly welcome <laughs> it's the greatest way of communication anyway we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson and i'm jeremy mccaskey and uh we're out see ya or we'll be back who knows So here we are from the future or the present now. We just watched the Splatoon Direct. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, I already wanted the game, so I think you said that in our when we were watching the video. That yeah, it's not going to make us want it less. I mean, it'll make us want it more. But it's cool that there's a Splatfest that you can play for four hours coming up in like a week or two. Yeah, like a week from week from this Saturday. I think. A week from Saturday. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Five to nine. Our time? Yeah, it was, uh, what was it, 3 to 7. 3 to yep. 7 Pacific, so that's 5 to 9 our time. Um, hopefully I'll get to play some of it. I might be able to play like that last hour, but I'm sure you'll be at work or you might, yeah, you I'm might not, gonna not be, be able, able to do it. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's it's cool that it's a longer thing. I wish it was like an all-day thing, but that's what we get. But there's they showed off a lot of new weapons. A uh, little bit about the online mode. There's a, there's a new app that's going to happen, a Nintendo Switch app. Yeah, the app they've been talking about. Goes through the smartphone t- for voice chat. Yeah, and but they and they didn't really notice or they didn't mention that that pass through thing that we've seen on the the Japanese one that showed it. Uh, the thing that you plug it in from your phone and then plug it to your headset. Maybe they decided to like not do that, or maybe they're just going to re- mention it at a later date. Maybe they were not wanting the hate online today for it. <laughs> well, it is kind of a ridiculous thing to do. And, you know, a lot of people are going to want to play this on their TV and not not only be able to voice chat in handheld mode, so it seems kind of silly. But, yeah, hopefully, I mean, they haven't really got into, like, what all you can do to voice chat through your phone, but I'm hoping you can just use a Bluetooth headset, you know, if Me you have too. one. Just use whatever you can to work with your phone would be great. That would be fantastic. Because I, I have a Bluetooth headset, and I would actually use it, maybe. I mean, I never, even, like, for PS3 or PS4, I never really used the voice chat because I don't need to hear kids you know shouting racial slurs at me or whatever i don't need to hear that or stuff. telling you the things <laughs> they're going to do to your mom yeah <laughs> or how are telling me to meet them on the steps and and realize your death and all that fun stuff i don't need to i don't need to hear all that but maybe you know maybe there there's a if we could find some voice some kids uh some friends from like reddit or the nbc group or something like that you could talk to you know that, that could be fun yeah, IRL. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Um, so, like, yeah, they mentioned there's going to be this app. Do you think uh, they haven't? Uh, they didn't mention it because it's not an arms direct. But I'm wondering if arms is going to work with that as well. Like, if there's going to be some sort of additional oh, right. thing for like arms online because that that one's already out. You I'd know, imagine they'll their... roll out support for the app like over time. I don't know if it'll work with everything at well, once. Well, it should because arms or like Mario Kart also. It should you know work for arms and Mario Kart Deluxe. That'd be amazing, but uh, I just don't see it big, happening those simultaneously. Those are big online games right now. I think it's. I I I picture it being like updates that will be added to the games oh, okay. to 
well, those support. Games, I'm just guessing, but that's well, those I games think. are already out. So I mean, they could have like a they could always have like a Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Direct or something, or a Switch yeah. uh, App Direct where they talk there about it. Yeah, maybe they want to devote an entire uh, direct to just the voice chat. Who knows? Well, I could see them doing that. I could see them doing like a 10-minute direct about that app that they're releasing on the phone. I mean, that could be something we see in the future. I mean, who knows? This one just kind of came out of nowhere, and we didn't know about it. It didn't. I couldn't tell if it was all one app that you were using to check the spl- uh, like your Splatoon stats Splatnet. and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was all one app or if you know they're two separate things, like yeah, a Splatoon that's a good... companion app and a voice app. Yeah, I wondered about that because, yeah, there could be the Splatnet app, and then there could be the Nintendo Switch app. But it should all be in one thing. But it might. You're right. It might be too. Like it might be like the one that you just look at the stats and the split and the Splatnet app that just showed you showed you like what your opponents used, like what their outfits were and all that. And you can look at like the details of like you know how much ink you inked or whatever. Yeah, like it's did a, you cover up pyramid? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's actually that's actually taken from a Wii Fit because you could do that. Like with the with the Wii U Fit, you had a little tracker that you could wear. They would keep track of like how many miles you were you walked, and it would be like, oh hey, you walked like up the whatever you like walked through the Grand Canyon, you like walked up the Empire State Building, like that's that's all from a Wii U Fit. <laughs> I'm glad that it made it into another game. Like up the stairs of the Empire State Building, or up the side of it. I think it's like yeah, it's like this is the distance of the tallness, and and don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's directly in there, but but they do that where they're like, oh, you walked enough to be this much, or give you, you some more appreciation for King Kong. They uh, yeah, they like uh, you know they just they just compare like how much you've walked to uh, to like famous places to walk and, and all that stuff, and you can unlock like free I love New York shirts, but <laughs> but this is, isn't about Wii U fit, but that but you could do that on there. Um, so was it? They what did they show for the weapons? They showed that the bucket's returning, which is cool. That was a fun one. There's a smaller version of the of the roller. Yeah, I didn't see the um, I didn't see the paintbrush on there. The giant the giant paintbrush. That I didn't was one either. that was DLC later, and that maybe they're getting rid of that. Maybe maybe it's um, a balance issue. Yeah, it looked like there was a variation of all the main weapons. Like there was a different version. Like even the splat dualies, which are new. There was like another. Like faster version of them. Yeah, I really like the uh, I like the umbrella weapon. I don't remember what it was called, but there's one where you can kind of like create you know create your own cover, and you can even keep the umbrella out when you go into the ink. Like that was really cool. Yep, and then and then it has to recharge though when you do that. Yeah, but still, it's a neat yeah, it's a neat thing to have. Um, they 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 went over like the basics of the regular ones, like showed the roller, showed the um. Showed the sniper, you know, kind of explained how it was. To, and, you know, for all the people who didn't play the Wii U version. Yeah, for everyone who wasn't able to play it. But it it looks it looks different, but it's just incrementally different. Like, I don't, this isn't an entirely new experience. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll yeah. be fun. But it's all new. Uh, they have uh, they have new superpowers, which I call them. You know, like when you use the regular weapon, you have a gauge that builds up. And once it gets to a certain point, you can use a big attack. And all that's new. You have, like, the fire from above one where you shoot into the sky and it comes down. There's the jetpack, which looks really cool. You can see through walls with one of the things. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a new gun that shoots through walls. Yep. It's like that fucking gun from uh, Perfect Dark. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember what it was called, but the one that would, like, you could shoot through the walls and it would automatically target whoever was, uh, yeah, wherever they were. Like, I remember, I remember playing that. And people didn't remember, 
people didn't remember how to or didn't know how to use it. And all you have to do is just hit aim and just hit trigger. Like people would try to, because you try to aim on your own, it would always be hard to find it. Yeah, so hopefully there's not someone who just camps and snipes everyone. But it doesn't look like it's a one-hit kill, and it looks like it's a limited range sort of thing. So, Well, speaking of, speaking of camping and sniping, that was a new addition that they added to the sniper, where now you can charge your, charge your weapon and go into the ink and keep it charged. Yep. So you can kind of like ninja it out. You can like go pop and snipe. You can go under. You go. You can you can like charge it. Go into the ink and just wait for somebody to come out. And then boom, just come out and snipe them. So there's a whole another way to camp. Also, there's a there's a thing where you can thermal tag people to where you can see them through walls, which is cool. Like you'll shoot them and then you'll see their white. It'll be like a white silhouette of their body. Like no matter where they're at, you'll be able to see them like in walls and even when they go into ink. So. Some good good addition there for that. Yeah, man. That's I don't know. That would kind of piss me off if someone could see me through a wall in the game. But you know what? It's only with that. I think it's a limited. Mm-hmm. I think it's a limited thing, though. I mean, it's not like something you'll see at all time. But it's a cool like extra item. You know, it looks like they're yeah they're making it real competitive this time around. Looks like there's lots of options. They got into the salmon run a little bit more, like showed some of the really weird looking creatures for that. All the garbage beasts. Yeah, they're all kind of made out of like plastic containers and like other recyclable stuff. Like they look, they look pretty cool. And uh, yeah, you could they talk about how you can. It's kind of like if the yeah, all the objects in Pikmin were attacking you that you found. That's what it kind of made me think of. Oh yeah, <laughs> the stuff that's just laying around. Like in the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there's like a Game Boy in there. I guess that you could find that in Pikmin. A Game Boy uh, salmon. Like, like an old one, yeah. But yeah, they, they were talking about how you could unlock items and stuff like that. Uh, they mentioned that you can use They mentioned that you can use the old Amiibo for it, which uh, hopefully they all work the same because I don't know if I necessarily want to buy more Splatoon Amiibo. <laughs> I think I they do. It's the same one. It, it said they all worked. And uh, yeah, so you can store all your info onto the Amiibo all your settings for your character and your outfits and all that. Yeah, it made it yeah really cool. If you want to go to a buddy's house and play Splatoon, you just bring your Amiibo and then just pop it on and you have your settings. Even though, you know, with the nature of the Switch, you could just bring your Switch, too. Right. Because it's not just like... Just in case you re- just want to carry a little figure with you instead. Yeah, but there's no... I mean, there's still no split screen on it. So it's like... It's weird. Like, if you go to somebody's house and then, like, tap it, then it has your stuff, but you won't be able to, like, play together or anything like that. That's unless true. you bring your Switch and your copy of Splatoon. I was hoping that there was going to be some sort of, like, download play for this or any of these games, you know, where you can play, like, there's a mode you can play and not have the game. Like, surprised they haven't, like, implemented that. Maybe they will. I mean, the Game Boy Advance had that <laughs> way back when on, on, on Mario Kart. Back so, in 2001. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a long time. A long time ago. So I don't know. Hopefully they'll add that at some point. But yeah, I'm still excited for it. They showed uh, showed a little bit more of the single player stuff. Still looks really cool. Yeah. They kind of alluded that um, that that um, Mari's uh, upset about something. So Callie's still nowhere to be seen. So maybe she's been abducted by that DJ monster from the original one. <laughs> or maybe she turned evil. Well, yeah, maybe she's. Who knows? There's a new. There's a new couple of girls uh, that are that are the ones who are going to announce the modes now. Was it Pearl and Marina? Yeah, they. Uh, the group is called Off the Hook. They're like. A, they have a. It's basically a DJ and a uh, a singer. It looks like. Yeah, they have they have zippers that are bigger than their outfits, or some of them. Yeah, they're <laughs> like it's like a combination of a zipper and a medallion. The way they're wearing it. Yeah, I hope that becomes a fashion in Japan. Is the giant zippers. That so are too. almost the size of your T-shirt. I just want a giant, yeah, medallion zipper at the top of my jacket. So it look, yeah. So they're going to be the ones who tell you like what's going on in the ranked mode. They're still going to do the same thing where like whatever type of game you're playing like changes. It will changes every two hours now instead of every four hours. So that's good. 
And um, yeah, so there's the there's the rainmaker is in there where you do the capture the flag, grab the weapon, you can shoot other people, and you carry it from one side to another. The tower game is there where you stand on the tower and like protect it like as it moves through from one side to another. Was that in the original? Yeah. Oh, okay. it was added later through DLC, but yeah, it was in there. What in the um in the turf and the one where you like have like one square that you have to protect. That was these are all these are all in ranked mode of the first game. So this is so there's nothing new there. They're just you know saying that they're going to be there. They didn't mention like how they didn't mention like how high your level had to be for you to get to rank mode. Like in the original one, you kind of have to unlock it. It's the same way. It was the same with with arms. Like you have to play through the single player on level four difficulty or higher in order to get into ranked online matches. And in the original Splatoon, I think you had to level up to like level 10 or something like that. I don't remember the exact level, but you had to get to a certain level before you could start doing ranked matches because they didn't want, I don't know. I guess they just want, didn't want beginners on there. And all I that. guess if we went back and looked, we might be able to tell because it, was pairing people with levels, and you could see like what levels they are. Oh yeah, sure. If we if we got into the detail of it, there's a lot of new a uh, lot of new shop people in there. I know uh, Sheldon made a return. Um, that that shrimp, which makes me incredibly hungry. The uh, <laughs> the crusty man. Yeah, cr- yeah. Uh, what is his name? Crusty, something like that. Something crusty. But yeah, he's a shrimp that's been fried and still alive, and he has his little tiny feet and all that. It looks like he's running like a food a food truck or something like that. Like he was a he was somewhere because he was in the um, he was in the party when they go to the club and the girls are singing and all that. Um, he's got a food truck outside of the venue. There's the um, there's the spider crab person. Yep, that sells <laughs> shoes. Sells shoes. Uh, there was a who's the girl that had the weird had the weird like helmet thing the helmet head thing. She's the one they call their crazy aunt. Yeah, yeah. She's got a shrimp on her head. Yeah, she looked interesting. She had like a little, yeah, those little. But yeah, I don't remember her name. I don't. Re- yeah, I don't remember what she was selling. Probably t-shirts and such. Uh, Sheldon, yeah, Sheldon still sells the weapons, and you can skip through all of his talking now. I didn't, you know, that really didn't bother me in the original one. But now I know that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that they you can skip him talking. Like that was a new feature that they were happy to reveal today. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They didn't mention it, but in the original version, like you have to be like different. Le- different weapons have different level settings, so like you have to like get to a certain level to buy some weapons. Okay. They didn't say anything about that, but they did show. They did show the uh, practice practice area where you can try them out before you buy them and all that, which is try before you one. buy. Oh yeah, and there's some uh, there's some Miiverse stu- kind of stuff on there. You can draw pictures like you could in the original one. And they'll show up in the levels that you play, I guess, in the multiplayer. So our theory, possibly, possibly there would be like a new social media thing. That's kind of true, although it looks super limited. You're mainly just drawing images, like you would have done on the Wii U gamepad, and then it pops up as graffiti. Yeah, well, that's basically. Yeah, well, in the original version, there's like that hub mode that you go to, and there's all these guys standing around, you know, people that play the game, and there would be a thought bubble like above their head and that would be it would show whatever the meverse post was and i thought that 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 was the best use of meverse i even brought i even drew a picture of a squid with like you know like with ink around its mouth and it says like i live i die i live again like i made like a i made a mad max squid because of that and that's and that inspired me to do that because i never really you know drew anything on meverse but i did it for splatoon because everybody else was doing it the mad max squid yeah for the meverse yeah, and it looks like you can share stuff through other social media. So Nintendo's sticking to that whole thing that they were saying, like 
where they just want to hijack the social media that already exists. For sure. And it looks like a, it looks on the Nintendo Switch app that you can use that you can use like your your people, your friends on Facebook and all that that you can try to find them through that. I saw that. There's like a thing you can click on where you can search like all your social so networks. So that's kind of cool to try to find people who have switches. So maybe through the NVC group we will be able to find people on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to have I'm sure they're going to have three theme nights and all that like where you can play, play Splatoon. So that should, that should be on there. I saw the weird, the weird homeless-looking guys on there, which I don't know if he's homeless, but he looks like one of those crusty punk dudes that you see in Chicago that hang out and beg for money all the time. It's the dude with the giant hair. He was in there for a second. In the original one, you could uh, you could order stuff from him. You could like order specific items or something. I don't know what he's what he would do. He also had that weird mushroom shell thing. In the, in the first one, they didn't really get into what he was going to do, but you kind of saw him in the background. But yeah, there's, uh, yeah, the um, the splat dualies is the only one that you can dodge with. It's the only time that you can like roll from one side to another is with that weapon. So that's interesting. I, I thought that was just a new power that you could do for everything. There was something about it where you could like jump off of a ledge and then do like a side roll. Oh yeah, yeah. You can like you can like jump. Well, you can also. They showed a lot of people hiding in walls, like inking the wall and like jumping onto the wall and hiding on the wall. That's that's an interesting trick that I didn't even even really know about, but I guess you can do that now. Yep. So, what was that ball that you wrote in, like a hamster ball? Oh ball. yeah, the hamster ball. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a hamster ball thing now where the, where you can like roll over other people's ink and not get not get hurt. So it's a good way to like sneak up on somebody who's camping or something like that and get to them and take them out. And it looked like you could roll up the side of walls with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's stuck to whatever. Like, you didn't have to ink it. Like, you didn't have to, like, squid into the wall and all that to climb the wall. You can just do it with the, you can just do it with the ball. So, that's a cool thing. There was that, there was some weird, there was, like, a weird cloud thing that you can shoot at people. There's, like, a void-looking thing. Like, one of the, I think it's, like, one of the secondary weapons. Like, that's on there. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they showed some of the, they showed some of the levels that they have. There's, like, a venue. There's, like, uh, there's, like, a gym what else was on there oh the like the big like they had like a rock climbing wall and stuff yeah there yeah, was, was a, a there's a racetrack of some form oh yeah 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 there are all these different things that you could use that you could use for it and they said oh yeah they said they're gonna roll out dlc for a year like free yep. dlc for a year and then two years of Splatfest. yeah and two years of Splatfest. so yeah so like 2019 you were saying that'll probably be or 2020 will probably be with splatoon 3 comes around then right yeah <laughs> just in time for them to stop supporting the uh previous version yeah sure yeah they rolled out deal free dlc for the original one like it felt like it was every week or every two weeks and it kept me playing like it kept me playing the multiplayer so and i don't really play online multiplayer at all but that was the game i played the most multiplayer on because i kept like popping in to, to use the new weapons i saw that the nes zapper is still in there which is cool i'm glad they kept that the uh the minigun is in there like the big terminator 2 style thing you can use that you know you still have to charge it but it's uh yeah, and there's like a shotgun type thing on there as well. You know. Oh yeah. Another one that shoots like big blobs and explodes. You know, at a certain distance. So yeah, there's lots of, lots of really cool weapons that I wanna that I can't wait to mess around with. Yeah, I can't wait to play the one player mode and try to get good. Yeah, one player mode will be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see like what the bosses are and hopefully there's some sort of story there. Like I said, with with Mary and uh, Callie is probably gone. And you have to find her, something like that. So there's some mystery. Maybe that's the quest on that. in the one player mode. For sure. Well the other one it was just kinda you against the whatever they're called, the uh, Octolings. Octolings. And there wasn't really much of a story. It just kind of like 
talked about the lore about where the squids came from and all that and and it was post-apocalyptic too it was like the world had ended and all that existed were these squid people so everyone else had before that had died so it was a little dark if you like actually read into the lore of the first one but yeah i, I can't wait to play it seems like a really a really cool game like uh yeah I, I it's the reason that i bought the first one originally was just to uh like like we were talking about arms it's just to hop online when like nobody's played it and I was like, maybe I'll be okay. Maybe I'll be able to win some stuff. If I hop on there, you know, right when I get it, and hopefully we can do that for this. Is there uh, is there anything else you want to say about the Splatoon Direct? No, not really. I think we've covered most bases. We covered it for the most part. I'm sure when I'm editing this later, it's going to be like, man, why didn't I say that? Or I'm going to forget about something. I feel like there was some extra weapons in there that we might have forgot. I mean, there's like that shorter shorter roller, but I think we mentioned that. And the umbrella, and yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know, we'll get into it more when it comes out, but I can't wait to play it. It's coming out, like, what is it, like three weeks from now, two weeks from now, something like that? 21st. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. It's right around the corner. And, uh, yeah, that's our our impressions of the Direct. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the Nintendo Main Podcast. This has been Episode 77. Um, Once again, you can find us on NintendoMainPodcast.com. You know, if you like the show, please give us a rating on iTunes. It'll really help people to see the show easier. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. And I'm Jeremy Mikowski. And uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Well, 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 well.